0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Patreon is an incredible way for projects like this to get an extra boost. Visit patreon.com slash Now to learn how you can support the podcast. It's very easy to do. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. episode of the recap it's very likely i will hit every single stage of grief with the exception of acceptance because eureka is still there it's time to break down another episode of rupaul's drag race season 10 and joining me today is the most festive queen i know elise navy dad hi how are you i am
1: great how are you doing
0: i'm not doing well (laughs) i'm not doing okay just gonna say it i'm not doing well she was my winner pick and I'm really mad because oh. I just don't think anything that happened on that episode was justified.
1: Oh, I, I very much agree.
0: I I I have issues, I have thoughts, I have feelings and I'm going to share them all. But oh my god, that was I left the viewing party I was at angry. Oh, I was angry. And maybe I'll get to like the step right above acceptance by the end of this podcast. I really right. highly 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 doubt it.
1: Maybe. Level of three possession.
0: But but oh my god. I don't know what's going on with the real. Maybe she's got like maybe she's getting old and having like memory maybe. loss.
1: Maybe. I don't know what's going on. I don't maybe she just really wants to sleep with Cameron. Probably. Probably. Because I do. So I see.
0: Not, not my, not my, not my <laughs> I type. She might in my top
1: four, maybe. I no, don't know. She's not my
0: type. I, I miss my crush, Blair Sinclair.
1: Oh, I see your type now.
0: <laughs> All right, well, where, where did you watch this little program last night?
1: I watched it at the West End Lounge at 107 in Broadway. I'm fine. Yes. Who was there? Um, last night, um, Androgyny hosts the Drag Race viewing party for season ten. I was lucky enough to guest last oh, night. Oh,
0: fancy! Yes,
1: it was delightful.
0: Everyone came out, gave me money, and that's what really matters. Of course, money, money, money. <laughs> um, I was at Fresco's Cantina in Astoria, Lovely. hosted by Gina Tonic and special guest Petty Cake. Yes, love her. I love her too. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, but let's 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 dive right in cuz I feel like we got things to say. So, it's after the elimination and long live the sponge. Monet is gone. Cameron is devastated and apparently she would like to switch places with her. Girl, bye. Go. I, gladly leave. Leave. Yeah,
1: I've never has anyone ever said that before? Like, no. oh, I wish I went home?
0: No. God damn. No. I don't get her. <laughs> like, I'm humble whatever you want to say about her. That's great, but this is a competition. Rue wants to see fire. Why did no one show her that clip before that fucking elimination? Whatever, whatever. (laughs) Um, Also, did you know that a sponge cleans the mirror best? I did
1: not, but here we are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Miss Cracker is glad to have won, but she's sad. Um, Mm -hmm. Probably because her best friend just left. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, did you know that the butterfly is her mom's favorite creature? Oh, I didn't yeah. know. There we are. Yeah. Um, so, Asia calls Miss Cracker's uh, drag nice, and she doesn't think that she's a star. And Asia, I say, bring it. I will pillow fight you.
1: <laughs> I am shocked that there is anyone out there that thinks Miss Cracker isn't a star. Yeah. Because every time I've seen her, that is, like, that's the person who's like... Oh, I want
0: to do drag now. That's I, mean, I, I want that's, to do. It. That's I, what's fascinating about this little television program that we have and we love and watch and talk about. Is that, like, yes, based on the communities that we live in, if you're a drag fan, we have opportunities to see it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. us having five New York Queens this season, we're able to see them should we want to go see them prior to the show. Because they're not mm-hmm. doing anything in our city anymore. But there are queens who like don't know each other and like that's not what a star is and, like in the new york scene we we judge things differently just like if we were to go down to the south i don't think we would necessarily see the same things that they consider to be star worthy that's very true um i mean i would love to eventually like maybe this summer like if there are queens in new york city who are um national queens and i, I would love to just have a conversation about what drag is in other cities because I mean, it's a thing. Like everyone complains about the New York drag being on Drag Race. If we're that best, if we're like the major leagues of drag, get used to it. It is the best, though. Yeah. Anyway, well, the next day, um, Aquaria tries to do her best Gaga entering the workroom, and the editors shut that down very quickly. Um, so they talk about their first time in drag. Asia's uh, her first time in drag was with a platinum blonde wig because. She saw RuPaul. Apparently that's what she thought little black girl should do. Um, Aquaria. Well, she thought she looked cute. Of course she did. And we don't have time for Eureka because no comment. (laughs) Um, Rue decides to give a little bipolar video message before entering with the one, the only, the Cheyenne Jackson. Oh, yeah. Did you get wet? Oh, always. I do have a fun Cheyenne Jackson story. So
1: one of my friends sat next to him at the Tonys one year and he said that his leg muscles were so big, they were, like, coming into his seat. And that... And your friend... Literally, I came right then. Like, I and just And your friend
0: clearly was like, oh, my leg is touching your leg. Oops, yes. I'm
1: sorry. Oops, and now they're married. They're not. No. It's not him.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, if that's <laughs> how, Wouldn't that have been so cute, though? If that's you get a guy, then I'm doing it all wrong. Oh,
1: Lord, I would have stolen Cheyenne by now if I would have known his husband.
0: Well, the (laughs) mini-challenge is drag up a pancake in honor of drag brunches like the ones hosted nationwide by Voss Events. Hey, fun fact, (laughs) Brandon Voss manages drag queens. Oh, yes. Do you know who from this season? Why, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Asia, Aquaria, Eureka, and Cameron, just to name a few. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, and what's that? They're the top four, and he gets a sponsorship plug on the same episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Conspiracy Theories with Michael Block. (laughs) Pillow fight me. (laughs) Are you fucking serious? Come on. The transparency that's coming off the show now is really starting to bug me. I did not know that. Yeah. But no one's branded bosses drag race. Yeah. Apparently (laughs) so. Apparently so. Well. They start to pick their buffet of food. Um, and Aquaria doesn't like meat as she picks it up with her hands. And I'm sure that's, she's never had a problem with meat before. I have not heard of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Eureka, on the other hand, wants to eat an all-you-can-eat challenge. And that checks out. And she'd win. She sure would. She <laughs> said She said it herself. We're not fashioning here. No. I, I, I mean, I used to be the one to talk. No. <laughs> she, she She said it herself. So let's go through um, the pancakes. Um, there's really not much to say about them, <laughs> but let's go through them. Cameron. Uh, she created Patty Punta, and she's mm-hmm. very rainbow with the cereal. Um, she's got some veneer realness with the marshmallows. Oh, and she's having an affair with Wally Waffle.
1: I mean, I like a backstory. Yeah, backstory. That's nice.
0: Ms. Cracker <laughs> created a Little Miss Wedding Cake, and it's her very first time at Drag Brunch, and she's oh so excited. And she is pasta pasta realness. she got a lot of pasta going on. Yes. Asia. She created Panquisha, and she is from South Dallas, and that blush on her is real. Um, But Panquisha, she's around the way and around the corner. Eureka. Mm -hmm. Cindy Ann used to reside in East Compton Federal Prison, and that's one of the most cringeworthy moments I've ever had uh, with this show. Girl, that's a little racist. I am. am. Um, But Cindy Ann is a mixed plate of... Food from the food pyramid, from meats to fruits to gummy worms. And Aquaria, apparently Aquaria is from Bushwick because she creates art. And yeah, she created Pancake's Labyrinth and it looks fine.
1: I really thought it should have been called Ham's Labyrinth.
0: Yeah, it was... I feel like that's an easier... An easier yeah, easier <laughs> name. It was weird.
1: It actually was my favorite, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it at least did something. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, my thing is like, obviously we all know... Um, with that uh, once that Voss events came up, I was like, "Fuck, Aquaria just won because Aquaria has done mm-hmm. um, drag brunch with Brandon. Oh yes, um, at the Highline, wherever else it was before that." Um, but yeah, so the challenge is Cheyenne like takes a nibble of each. Yeah, it was strange. Did they say in the description it had to taste good? I don't know. Ugh. Well, Cheyenne goes to get his stomach pumped, and like Aquaria, <laughs> I know a bunch of people who will help pump him.
1: Raising my hand
0: yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Asia O'Hara wins the mini-challenge and gets a $2,000 gift card to the spa on Rodeo. Good for her. Maybe she yeah. needs a little spa day. I guess so. After this show, I Cheer need her spa up. day, yeah. too. <laughs> so, Ruth talks about the maxi-challenge, about the inner saboteur, and how they have to create two distinct characters. One is the best and brightest, and then the other is their evil twin, or yin to their yang.
1: Mm.
0: I'm just going to say it right now. Inner Saboteur and Evil Twin are different concepts. Thank you. They are different concepts, and clearly, because the rules were so vague, the people who didn't do it the way Rue wanted it to be, failed. Mm -hmm. And also, let's note that you can use your own drag, Fierce Drag Jewels, and the Fabric from the Mood Fabric Wall just going to keep that there for when we get to it. So, the challenge calls for the queens to pull out their vulnerabilities, so Eureka thinks it's a great idea to ask the girls to tell each other what they do and don't like about her. And that just doesn't sound like a good idea.
1: I kind of live for it. I mean, hey, if you're on this show, you're trying to figure out how to get a little more TV time. Of course. At every turn of the corner. So I would fully gone by like, hey, read me somebody right now. <laughs> oh God, I would be like, Give do me that not boy. talk about
0: me, please. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Asia likes that Eureka's drag is hot whore drag and thinks she also talks too much, and also calls her Susie Cream Cheese. Cute. Um, Aquarius says that Cracker beats herself up too much and Eureka thinks she's hilarious, but she overexplains. Asia wants more emotion out of her, and she is compared to a robot. Ms. Cracker mm-hmm. is compared to a robot, but Cameron Michaels is not. Mm-hmm. What is going on here?
1: Uh. Editing. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, it's time for the walkthrough, and also this segment is called Drag Race Therapy. Because apparently Rue wants to be a psychologist or something. Um, so we start with Asia, and Asia has made all the things um, she's going to wear, and created them with her own two hands. A.K.A. she brought them with her. Mm -hmm. Asia is someone who takes comfort in misery and she felt the most raw during the ball challenge when she almost went home Fair Eureka says she is making costumes for her saboteur Oh, but honey let's give you a little bit of the benefit of the doubt Uh, perhaps during the walkthrough that was your concept and idea but you're a bold faced liar and you should blame the editors because Reddit clocked you last week as both your looks were on your clothing rack as seen in a photo with Monet Exchange. Oh the nerve. And I just don't even want to talk about what Rue said to her because I just I anger, 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 anger. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, let, let, let let's discuss this, um again with the challenge. Like this challenge to me has become really irritating because Rue didn't explain the rules in a real way. No. And I guess, like, the editors didn't, like, clock the entire journey. And I guess you can't edit the show and, like, do a retake of Rue coming back and be like, oh, so you brought these. But she mm-hmm. clearly said she was going to make one. She didn't make it. And there was never a scene really. Nah. Ex- she did, nah. like, kind of go back and, like, try to uh, tell Cracker. Well, I, my interceptor told me to make something, but I decided just not.
1: I, also, right. I guess, was that
0: the scene we were
1: supposed to take on that guess. From, I guess? Okay. I guess,
0: but my other thing is, no one knew this challenge was coming, correct? Correct. How, and why, did she have two plaid books? I don't, I would, my guess would be the makeover challenge, maybe? You think they're gonna give her another girl that could fit in that shit? I mean,
1: I don't think so, but I would have always brought something with yeah. me, just in case. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I can't say that's, much yeah, That's else. the only thing I would think of, maybe. Yeah. But. Well, Aquaria has a good eye for fashion and will do something fun and whimsical, but her evil twin is a bit sanitized, and her evil twin just can't talk to people. <laughs> Rue decides she's going to try to get her to find what the darkness is inside of her, and that her saboteur really gets her tongue-tied. And that's mm. true, because every time we try to see um, Aquaria talk, she can't.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless she's playing another character. It's true. <laughs> It's true. Miss Cracker is making her looks from scratch, or so she says. She wants a princess and a vampire. She reveals that overexplaining is her biggest flaw, and Rue basically figures out that Cracker wants to be in control of producing herself and people's opinions of her, causing Rue to be like, that's my job, bitch, you are eliminated. <laughs> Honestly, that is Dad. why I think Cracker is gone, is because... She's trying to produce the person she wants to be, not RuPaul, and RuPaul needs that control. It's her show. It's her name. It's her brand. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I think that was the moment I was like, yep, that's why. Ah. Because if you look at Ru's face during that whole exchange, she's not having it. I never thought about that. She's not feeling it. Cameron is using pieces that she hasn't used yet. Oh, and she can't say the word saboteur properly. (laughs) I was tackling when that was on the TV. I mean, I know there are words that like I can't either, either, either pronounce or say properly, yeah. but saboteur.
1: saboteur? And saboteur, how many times has RuPaul said inner saboteur on yes. this TV show we call RuPaul's Drag Race? Right, right.
0: At least. 100. So Cameron reveals that she's shy and that's why she doesn't say much in the workroom. And Asia doesn't think she has the depth to be America's next drag superstar. He's just shady in this episode. She's a bitch. She is, and I kind of am here for it. Yeah. So, as Rue gathers the girls around, Rue's evil twin, Rude Paul, arrives, and thus begins the overproduced episode of Camera Tricks. It was a lot. (laughs) This was clearly a very expensive episode.
1: This had to... My guess is this was, like, the episode that took the longest to
0: film. Oh, God, yeah. Because, holy crap. Yeah... I mean there there were moments as well, we'll we'll get into like some of the like fake outs, but Yeah. Um, the girls begin to try on their voice over voices and it's a really adorable montage of people trying to act. Um, now let's talk about the newest scandal. Ms. Cracker is on her sewing machine with Eureka sitting beside her. The machine is not working properly. And then Eureka gets into her little rant that reveals that she is sty- it's a styling challenge and not a sewing challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes, and like I said, how did you know to bring two identical plaid looks, bitch? Mm. Mm. Once again, this is Conspiracy Theories with Michael Block. <laughs> Pillow fight me, bitch. I, I, I just can't, I can't get behind her not knowing. I, I just feel like she was tipped off. There there are just too many things that happened this season that fell into her favor too fucking easily. I never thought of that, but thinking back, you might be right. Um, it's... There, there are times when you're told to bring certain items, and then you're told to bring just regular items that fit many different possibilities. Mm-hmm. Those two did not fit that. Unless she was like, I don't know which one I want to wear for a certain challenge, fine. Yeah. But I don't think plaid was ever going to be in her runway ever. No.
1: Yeah, I can't think of one.
0: Um, also, can we just have a side note
1: about how no one clocked Eureka's best drag look on episode two? Like, yeah, she was in the bottom two, but they gave her compliments for yeah. a goddamn reversible sequin mermaid, jumpsuit. Mermaid.
0: Yeah, oh, go, oh, 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 like, oh, I hated it. I, anyways, I know, I know. That's just a jump back. Oh, oh, totally. <laughs> um, but again, let's now talk about this other conspiracy with the sewing machine.
1: Ooh, yes, yes, yes
0: what was going on with the sewing machine. I want to know what hour of the day that happened in and how close they were to either finishing the evening mm-hmm. or getting ready for the runway. Because I don't underst- I don't see a world where if Ms. Cracker's sewing machine is broken that mm-hmm. the producers can't step in and be like, we will fix it for you or use a different one. They also then panned under the table for a hot second and it looked like something was unplugged. Oh. I'm just gonna say it. it's not real this is a fake conspiracy but can I just start a rumor that Eureka unplugs it can I, can I start that one that would be so funny. I Hilarious. 10 out of 10
1: I'm here for starting any rumor
0: there Eureka O'Hara
1: yes I did point? it in high
0: school and I'll do it again starting rumors <laughs> yeah so everyone is bringing their tour to the runway but Ms. Cracker is already standing with hers so it's elimination day. Aquaria wants to be top four so badly, she'll let her inner saboteur take over if she doesn't get there. And as we saw in her runway, and we'll talk more about it, uh, apparently she kills bitches. <laughs> so. Cameron and Cracker agonize over the challenge because they both know that even before the runway starts, they're not going to do well. Asia puts it bluntly, someone is going home because of themselves. And that's like a hard pill to swallow for any of them. That, that is, and that is also true. Yeah. The girls discuss their interceptors again, and honestly it's mostly the same thing except the focus is on Miss Cracker because the editors need some reason to cut her in this episode. Mm-hmm. Just just digging through all yeah. that footage, finding something to give a reason why she came yeah. home. Well, Aquaria has become less confident as a boy because she's overly confident as Aquaria. Which I find fascinating. If you've seen her Instagram stories, she seems to be doing just fine in the confidence. I, I think that was maybe just the little talking something for TV yeah. kind of moment. Um, Cameron has found confidence through drag and then working out. Great. Good for her. Um, also, did you know that Aquaria pees clear and cheers about it when she does? I mean, I do too. I was actually kind of surprised that everyone
1: else was so like taken aback by that. I'm like, are y'all never hydrated?
0: I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, what define define clear? Like you want like not yellow piss. Is that? I what think so. Doing? I think the more
1: water you drink and like the more hydrated you are, the lighter your pee should be. And the dark, like if it's darker than like a Mountain Dew color, you need some water in your life right now.
0: And this is pee with Elise Navy Dad.
1: Yes, I'm a Christmas queen, but you know what? I'll be a water sports queen too. Why oh, not?
0: there she set up. Britta Felter. she's coming for you. <laughs> <good. laughs> Book me, Britta. Um. So. <laughs> We're going to get to the runway. I want to just first talk about Rue's look because it's amazing. Oh,
1: I love it. I,
0: if someone wants to design something similar to that with a, a little some different colors, but Nicole Anosapine needs that look <gasps> with that hair she has. She, oh,
1: she's so does. Right? She looks yes. so cool. Yes. Um,
0: also, I'm just going to say it, Sasha away, Lena Dunham, I don't like you, bye.
1: Oh, never liked her. I don't like her at all. Now like her less. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I love playing games. We play games on the podcast every time during the runway. Gosh. So in today's game, we're going to judge both looks in a game I would like to call Good Prevails or Evil Triumphs. Ooh, we will analyze both looks individually, but judge as a set. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this takes place of the 2D and the booty, because mm-hmm. that's their thing. I Got it. I'm not them. So not trying to get any copyright good, infringement. Good prevails or evil triumphs. We're going to start with Cameron. Okay. I love her good self-look. It's a Muscle Queen winter goddess. Is it similar to other things we've seen? Yes. Is it still a strong look? Yes. hmm I mean, I thought her beat was perfection. Oh. Um, she loves metallics, and that's fine. That's her aesthetic. It looks good on her It makes her shine bright. Her evil twin is Katrina Michaels, and that's another basic bitch name. It is. Wait, what was... Kelly, Kelly Michaels, Michaels was her. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like really... Br- br- I right almost wanted to
1: have a whole drag family of basic girl K names. Kelly, Katie, Cameron, uh, Kim. Katrina, Kim,
0: Chloe. Chloe, Chloe. It's Chloe. <laughs> Kendall, <laughs> Exactly. Everyone. I would live for that. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to say it. It is a yin yang look with the fabrics and the color palette. That is the words that RuPaul said. That's the exact challenge. Um, And the voiceovers, her voiceover was very not great. But um, yes, wake up and smell the poppers. She is a dude in a dress. Mm -hmm. For me, side by side, look by look, what my interpretation of the challenge was good prevails. Oh, she succeeded.
1: 100% good prevails. I thought I loved the looks. Yep. When they told her it was too costumey. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a drag competition. Yeah. What do you think we wear? Forever 21? Yeah. I mean, I do. But I just started. (laughs) Most girls still wear off-the-rack
0: clothing. And it's nothing wrong with
1: that. I mean, that's fine, too. But, like, look at her. She, like,
0: had a full... No, I I thought good prevails. I was happy with it. Eureka. (laughs) She's glad and plaid. Um, she loves her positivity and hammers that home. For me, the look is very basic. hmm Um, you filthy whore. You filthy whore. Fun voice. Animated. Cool. I appreciate the colors went on the other side of the color spectrum like mm-hmm. they were, complementary of each other, like a pink and a neon green. It worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. Worked! I just really feel like Eureka is just a basic look queen. She never wows me. Um... <sighs> And I don't And because of that I did not get Eureka in this challenge What about these looks says Eureka Unless she is just what I said A basic Mm -hmm. look queen My thing is I Actually really enjoyed
1: Her um, uh, evil twin look Mm -hmm. I thought it was cute The proportions were right It was cinched in the right spot The divine um, inspired makeup was cute I hated Her good twin look that skirt needed to be up higher cinched in it did nothing for her body the makeup was just standard very pretty but standard Um, I'm shocked she didn't get fully read for it
0: yeah Um, for me evil triumphs yeah I I was just very disappointed with Eureka and I expect more out of her if they're going to praise her the way they are
1: I agree, because I actually live for her performing. Like, I love a big girl who can jump into a split, who's going to kick, who's going to buck. Yeah. But it's also Drag Race Season 10, and this is your second chance. This is your all-star season. Correct. Like, you should be judged as an all-star, not a first-timer.
0: Ms. Cracker. She's a comedy queen, and that's what she served with her first look. Mm -hmm. Marie Antoinette realness with a Cracker twist. She's smart and funny and simply hammered that home. Ms. Crumb makes zero context, zero zero sense in context. Um, the line about stealing jokes from Bob the Drag Queen was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, the look itself is taken from the prehistoric runway that did not happen this season. Ah, oh, uh, because there are pictures of Monet doing her prehistoric runway on Instagram, and um, obviously Cameron borrowed some of hers. Oh, I can very much see hers. that. Yeah. Um, so, if that was the challenge for a prehistoric runway, I think she would have done very, very well in it. hmm But at the end of the day, she did not deliver, and I think Evil Triumphs. I'm going to disagree on this one. Okay. I, she
1: had maybe one of my favorite voiceovers. I think the jokes were there. They were solid. She read herself, like, on that jawline joke. Um, Her timing was perfect. She was one of the only queens, or maybe the only queen, that um, synced up her uh, performance on the runway with the voiceover. And I, 10 out of 10, appreciate that. She laughed when she was laughing on the voiceover.
0: Now, going back to what I said earlier about this is her producing what herself is. Maybe Rue just disagrees with that, and this was like a fuck you, bitch, I get to say who you are.
1: Maybe, yeah. Maybe she just didn't like that, I don't know, she was
0: prepared. Yeah. But again, (laughs) based on what the challenge was in Rue's mind... In Rue's mind, yes, I can see how... Book-wise, it didn't work. She needed the vampire. Now, I don't know if you saw her... um, Instagram last night she posted what the outfit was oh, supposed to be oh that's what that was yeah so it was black okay. with a gray oh wig. that was also and it gorgeous it would have it would have worked but I'm sure they still would have read her down with that oh, fucking oh I am sure no song. matter
1: what she wore yep. they just had a, some form of vendetta or my conspiracy theory which hopefully is happening they're bringing her back for all stars and well, she's yeah, gonna we'll, take it home we'll discuss that
0: <laughs> so, um Aquaria the look the first one is everything it's her and I loved it the purple is stunning on her. The beat is sensational. For me, this is truly an iconic look. Her dialogue? Well, it's very artificial. And that's not the point of the challenge. It did not represent the Aquaria that we see. Sabatina is animal realness. Um, the bloody gloves and um, smock were an interesting touch. I guess that's her killer her killing the competition. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I felt like her Sabatina look made her kind of look like Alyssa. <gasps> I see that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'm going to be real. If they were looking for a yin yang opposite, this failed <gasps> because mm-hmm. they do not have any cohesion with one another. They don't. They're two diff- They're fully two different characters. Exactly. They're not in the,
1: even in the same family. Like if this was like the makeover challenge. Like I kind of see this as you're making over yourself
0: into your evil twin. Right.
1: And she made over herself into Alyssa Edwards.
0: Yeah. For me, <laughs> look-wise, good prevails. Style prevails. Aquaria wins. But I don't know if she succeeded in the challenge. I, I agree very much. I
1: liked... Honestly, her first look was just... I enjoyed it. I don't... I can't really find a flaw in it. But at the same time, it's a leotard with a poopy sleeve and a fun hat. Yeah. Which, Great honestly flawless but like it didn't like I didn't gasp yeah that uh, Ocelot slash Cheetah Prince slash whatever prince she had on on the other hand I live for. I was
0: bored. I just love. I miss, a, I'm, I'm not an animal print person. Ooh. For me, it's like, Eh it's fine. I don't care.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I love. I love any um, clashing prints and colors. But that's the thing. And she just she, throwing she, they it all together clashing on her. They, they she made it work. I mean, if you looked really hard, like it might give you a headache. But I can I love anything yeah. like that. And those, like, uh, what was it, 3D printed, mm-hmm. like the, the this, spine, yeah. those.
0: But clearly, this was probably for her prehistoric look. Yes, and I wish they had that runway. I, I didn't even. Uh. Um, nice so, Asia. yeah, Good Prevails for you? Good Prevails, yeah. Okay. Asia. Now, this is the look that was used for the not used orange runway. Oh. To orange runway. Um She's a showgirl through and through, and that's what she brought. I also love the wig. It was styled perfectly. Oh. It was so amazing. Yes. North Korea is how you do a yin yang. Mm-hmm. Now, the black and deflated balloons compared to the orange bright balloons, perfection, per fucking perfection. But what was not cool was her line about Miss Cracker. Uh, I agree. Here's where
1: my thought is on this. Um, for that particular line. I don't know, maybe she just got way too into, like, the evil character. I feel like they were very much directed to be like, just go be mean. Like, yeah. you should, like, be do this in your villain character.
0: And she did. And she maybe got a little too into it. Yeah. Um, again, for the challenge, for the looks, she, for me, is the only one who did it. And good prevails.
1: Oh, good prevails. This was... I think one of my favorite looks of this season, I am shocked she did not win this challenge. Yeah, me too. Oh, we'll, get to we'll,
0: really, we'll, we'll, we'll get that. The balloons
1: with the deflated... Guy. Oh, and just the name North Korea. Like, yeah. my pussy's all the way turned out. Like
0: So, let's get into the judges' critiques. We'll start with Cameron. They loved her Ice Princess video game look, but Michelle thinks it's too costumey. And oh. Katrina's makeup is right and the fabrics are correct, but Lena and co. wanted her to be less glam and embrace her body in a different way. So what'd you want her to be in a fucking fat suit? You yeah. want her to do uh, Shangela? No. It's Shangela almost got in trouble for that last th- like yeah when she did it. Like what did you expect her to do? Eureka! They liked her love you message. Uh, Lena appreciated her message despite her always being naked herself, and Carson appreciated the yin plaid. Miss Cracker, Carson is losing his head over her look. Uh, Lena thinks Mariah Carey would wear this in her home, and I think she's completely wrong. I thought she was referencing Cameron's when she said that. That's yeah, the look. I, I was, can see Mariah Carey. I, in. It was very strange. I was like, I don't know what you're trying to say here. Yeah. Um, Ms. Crumbs didn't match for the judges. They didn't like it. And Michelle didn't like the lack of evil in her voiceover. Yeah. Like I said, as we've said many times before, what was the challenge? What was the point of the challenge? What was, what was, it? was the challenge? What am was I am challenge?
1: being evil? Am I being a saboteur?
0: Who right. am I? aquaria ashanti thinks she's on the way to shoot for vogue and i my biggest question just like the judges is where's the tuck where was it where, where did she hide that thing unless oh, she's got like a little little itty bitty little like little little cocktail weenie i don't
1: know hopefully it's not just- i mean i don't know
0: um and michelle <laughs> loves the cheetah and ocelot print and calls it a fashion moment it was definitely a moment. RuPaul will later say it's <laughs> iconic and one of the best runways ever and I was like, oh, I, I
1: don't disagree. I, yeah, I don't agree with it. I think you. Nah, it's I th- it's good, I live. I think but... Ru
0: just has a memory bank of like two things. Yes. And that's it. That's all he can recall. It's like Ru can remember things
1: from like the 1970s perfectly. Anything that happened in the last 15 years,
0: no, not and like, he, he can't, can't remember, remember his, his season before. He couldn't
1: remember. Yeah, he didn't remember Kimchi's name. Yeah.
0: On the podcast. Kimberly <laughs> <Chi>. <laughs> Kimberly so, the Chi. Asia Michelle didn't want the balloons in the first look, but clearly because of how this show was edited, she understood why she had them in the second look, and, they, and mm-hmm. she had to say she was wrong, and she didn't like doing it. I Very
1: funny. I did live for that, because I screamed at the TV when she like read her for the balloons. Yeah. I'm like, what
0: the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um They thought this was the most dramatic transformation, and I would agree. Mm -hmm. And Carson felt that the voiceover was very natural. Mm -hmm. So, now it's time to be real evil. Rue asks the evil twins to say, and say who they think should go home. So, Cameron Katrina says it's Aquaria. Eureka, you filthy whore, says Ms. Cracker. Ms. Cracker, Ms. Crumbs, says Cameron. Aquaria Sabatina says Cameron and Asia North Korea says Miss Cracker, so that's a tie. Mm. Um, and then technically I guess if the tie is gonna be broken, Cameron would have said Miss Cracker, which means Miss Cracker would be three to two, but yes. whatever. We're not but, that's not part of the game here. But how often do they actually listen to that, to be right. honest? <laughs> Who knows? Well, <laughs> After some really uncomfortable acting by the good twins in the untucked backstage, <laughs> because you know they were told we don't no. know what the result is, so film A you won, you lost, and, and you're safe. You're safe. Yep. It was really uncomfortable. Oh, this painful. Um, Aquarius wins the chat, wins the challenge, and Asia and Eureka are safe, leaving Cameron and Miss Cracker at the bottom. And do you agree? One hundred percent. No. Me too. This was Asia's challenge. I agree. Asia won. Asia won. I don't.
1: I don't understand. Unless they're just like. Handing this whole thing to Aquaria, which they could be, which they could be. It happened. It's happened before. It'll happen again. But um, yeah, I just think they wanted to stack her stats up so she would be the front runner going into the finale.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, yes, for me, Cameron and Miss Cracker were in the bottom. I agree. So, yes. like, for me, the only big issue with this first set of decisions was Asia not winning. Yes, and I'm
1: only gonna be mad about it if. <laughs> Asia ends up not winning the season because she yes, didn't win
0: this challenge. Yeah. So, the lip sync. The song is Nasty Girl by Vanity Six. I don't think I've ever heard it before.
1: I've heard it once or twice. Cute song.
0: It's fine. It doesn't really go anywhere. but It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to say that this was one of the sneakiest edits of a lip sync as the focus was on Cameron so often just to make us Nazi cracker because yeah. I don't know what she did wrong. She did nothing wrong
1: every time they showed cracker i was living she gave you comedy she gave you cartwheels she gave you a couple
0: splits but apparently a center split and leg choreo is how to win a lip sync as cameron who was in the bottom three many times with three times in the bottom Mm -hmm. in a row somehow she is safe but after four times high A win last week, and only two low appearances, including this one. Mm -hmm. Ms. Cracker is eliminated. Joining my holy trinity of fifth place losers, Bendela Kram and Katya. Yup. Now, like, conspiracy theories, again, is this part of the narrative? Is this part of the narrative of the comedy queen has to go out and fifth place for the four to be Mm -hmm. what they are? Mm -hmm. Because this has happened... Many, many times. I mean, oh, Pandora yes. Box was another Pandora fifth. Pandora
1: Box, fifth place. Um, I mean, I
0: would not put from Michelle on this list, but shh. Um, but, like, there are some fifth place heavy fucking hitters.
1: Yes. Ooh, I do have a very hot take on the season nine uh, uh, Otherworld finale. If the lip sync went a different way that we can get into sometime. Oh, yeah. So,
0: yeah, I, I just... I wonder if this was, like... This is where you're going out because this is what the narrative wants. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but
1: that I I think it might have to be that I will say this is a historic episode because this is the first time that someone has survived three lip syncs against someone that has never lip synced before.
0: Yeah, Am I right? so yeah, I, I'm so. just I'm just I, there's some my inner saboteur is saying conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy, and until someone proves my conspiracy wrong. Eureka pulled the plug. <laughs> but let's get into untucked because it was a bit of an uncomfortable one. It was I was I I did not like this one. Um, Cracker believes that she's not a star because of what Asia said, and that's just mean. Eureka is an as is as annoying as fuck as ever because she knows she's safe. She's loud, obnoxious, mm-hmm. and she just will not give anyone like any free time. With all the good girls getting good critiques. Asia thinks Cameron and Cracker are in danger. And she's right. Um, Cameron decides to walk away because she needs her space. Mm -hmm. And then she gets egged on to talk about how she feels. And you know what? You egg her on, she will bring it. (sighs) When she she... goes off and shows emotion. When she almost spilled that drink,
1: I freaked. I lived for that.
0: Um, So Eureka and Asia encourage Cameron to fight for her spot in the competition. Because clearly, they just do not want to see another New York Queen in the final Oh. They were. Well, honestly, when
1: Asia said that thing about this is Miss Cracker season, I think she believed it. Yeah. I genuinely think she thought Cracker could be the Katya that makes it to the top three and wins.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say that I think Eureka's overconfidence in non was kind of ugly. It was not a good look for her. Um, but yeah, Cameron is done listening to the tracks. She just doesn't listen to the people. She just wants it done and done. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cracker is still hurt about Asia calling her not a star, and it really, really rattles her. And that could be a good reason why she lost. Um, but Cracker is ready to be that elevator girl and um, get into that elevator when Asia trying to close it. Mm-hmm. Cameron is bitter and just wants to be defiant and just stand there, and Ms. Cracker would love to see that. And then Aquaria wants Vanjie to judge. And Asia thinks that she'll just pop up behind the table. And, Maybe. like, what is going I on? I mean, here?
1: I wouldn't want her to judge, but I don't know what I would do. I'm sure everyone watching the episode would have just jumped up and started screaming if she just yeah. pops out of somewhere and says Vanji.
0: Yeah, well, Asia and Aquaria decide to have a heart-to-heart and reference the time Asia checked her. It's a sweet moment, but... Eureka has to pop in with her own opinion. She sure does, doesn't she? Every fucking time. <laughs> we see a clip of Aquarius saying her biggest regret um, was when she wished she complimented the girls for the double save. And this from previously on this episode that wasn't on the main show. Mm-hmm. And it was the moment when Asia and Eureka both finally believed her. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That. I
1: mean, I guess it was... It was something to make her redeemable, like give her a the personality prob- the problem The problem
0: Aquaria, and I've said it many, many times. is her tone. It's her tactic. It's it's just. I agree. I mean, being she's here, is not in her body.
1: And I will say, she's still so young. Yeah. That like I would I acted like that when I was how old is she like twenty two something like that. She's now twenty two. Now, oh goddamn, now twenty two. Well, you're twenty two also. I mean, yeah, twenty two, <laughs> totally. I just turned twenty two on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> totally.
0: Um, yeah. So Ms. Cracker feels like she has the vibe of the song. And rather than Aquaria and Ms. Cracker getting a moment, Lena Dunham has to ruin the moment, and she has to come backstage. Now we've had people come backstage: Lady Gaga, yes, an icon; Christina Aguilera, icon. Where does Lena Dunham fit in? How dare she? I don't. I literally think she just like demanded, probably. She probably.
1: Like, I'm gonna go back.
0: Like we're on break. I'm oh my gonna god! Go back I'm a that. Drag Race fan. I love. I'm a the Drag Race show. fan.
1: Oh. This is where I started very much... I already didn't really like Lena Dunham to begin with. This is where I did not like Lena Dunham. She walked into that room after stating she was a drag race fan. And after sitting through judging for... Two judgings now, so probably anywhere from 6 to 8 to 12 hours of judging. She walked in there and didn't know Cameron's name.
0: Yeah. There was only five queens. Well, here, here's the other thing is... Eureka makes the little line about, like, Lena is a drag queen at heart. And Lena is like, oh my god, I was so happy to see in the top five. Oh, They clearly know of each other. Yes, well, well she, she at least knows She Eureka. watched them for last season. Right. But I'm sure there was, like, some sort of, like, Twitter interaction between the two of them. And, like, mm-hmm. they have some sort of connection. And maybe Lena Dunham, based on the things she said was biased.
1: Oh, there are 110 like percent like episodes of Drag Race where the guest judges send someone home basically. Like I've seen it like where they will just go in on someone that yeah. because they don't have the proper knowledge of drag um isn't maybe always a correct critique. Yeah. And it gets some people sent home, and I don't appreciate that.
0: Yeah, but just their interaction together on Tux is like, I don't feel comfortable that the two of you are unbiased. And it happens, again, so many times where Eureka is getting these little passes. She is. I mean,
1: hey, uh, pro tip for anyone going on Drag Race, hurt your knee, come back the next season. (laughs) Um, and hey, you'll make top four. Or,
0: or come with a little catchphrase on your first exit after your first lip sync, and maybe you'll come back for season 11. That too. Anyway, well, speaking of pro tips, uh, Lena wants to know how the girls get their makeup off, um, and how do you get your makeup off? Um, I use a lovely
1: thing called, um, Dawn Dish Detergent. Really? One hundred and ten percent. I got it from, uh, Kennedy and Katya on their season seven untuck. Kennedy came out with a big thing of pink Dawn. And she's like, this is what I just get in the shower and take this off. And it works? 100%. It's, like, that's how, um, even Kim Chi was talking about, that's how she cleans her makeup brushes. Interesting. It takes all the oil off. Like, all I do, hop in the shower. I have a little, a little blue thing, uh, right in there. Just, like, take it off. Check the mirror. See how I'm doing. Do it one more time. I'm fine. Hop in bed. Well, Merry
0: Christmas to us all. I
1: know. It's so cheap. I've never even bought any. I just take what we have on the fucking, uh, sink. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Uh, so yeah, Lena decides to fangirl backstage a little bit and in turn instigates a little conversation about the girls confronting each other and what it means to pick each other to go home. And Cracker like says she wants a little bit of an apology from Asia, but we mm. don't get that because the stage manager gives them five. Mm. And we're never going to have that moment. We're never going to get it. We're never going to see it. That.
1: Apparently it did happen. Mm-hmm. Or something yeah. of that nature happened.
0: Um. So this is a fun little tea based on things we were discussing Yeah. well Lena asks Eureka oh my god did you make that and she's like oh, I sewed the outfit did she design it no did she sew it I don't know maybe maybe, maybe but,
1: not he, maybe not on Drag Race
0: but, but just the way she carried herself with that whole arc she knew knows the truth and refuses mm-hmm. to let anyone else know
1: I will say if I was in her position I would have done the exact same thing I would have been like, nope, I made this myself. This is a competition. You're a judge, and I I ain't about to be in a bottom two.
0: Guys, should I be a real asshole and, like, comment on Eureka's Instagram post and be like, who designed it, and see what she says? Yes. Oh, God. Do it. I can't imagine. Do it. Well... Cracker is in shock and is upset that this is the end of her dreams because she is upset that she let down the people that had got her there. And you know what? That's where it, it's hard for us as the viewers to watch because she is so down on herself. Not because she doesn't know she's talented, it's because she is so concerned about what everyone else who is in her f- corner think about her. Cracker mm-hmm. told Asia off uh, camera that she hurt her feelings and... And Asia said that she loves and respects her, but Cracker, even in joke form, says she will see her in hell. And mm-hmm. I would like to see how they are now. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure. Um, she believes Aquaria's note and everything that she said to her. And as Ms. Cracker gets in the van, her final words are Aquaria, bring home the crown. Monet, it's time for Sundays. And that was really sweet for us New York people because we, I mean, I was at the first show after filming to see Mm -hmm. the two of them. And, like, they were just, they were happy to be with each other. And now it (laughs) all makes sense and everything's put into perspective. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even that period, like, Monet would, like, be wearing these things that she was making herself. And it was, like, really Brooklyn weird drag. And now it makes sense. They wanted her to sew things because she couldn't do it. And now that's why she's doing it. Yeah. And... I have a couple burning questions. Should we get into them? Yes, let's. So let's talk about riggery and Rue's consistently wrong choices. Oof. What's happening? And speaking of riggery and potential like setups, why did we have Rue saying Vanji in and out of untucked commercials?
1: <gasps> I was I'm so happy you clocked this too, because I live I'm wondering. If, it's, um, if that was edited in there uh, all the time, or if that were, they went back and edited this to put it in after this became such a huge I, sensation. I think it
0: was the, it's the latter, because clearly it's a thing, and every single episode has had some sort of some reference. reference to re- Uh But yeah, let's talk about this rigory and the decisions. Yes, let's. I mean, I've had, I, like, if you listen to the podcast, everyone who listens frequently, you know my feeling on um, Rue and BB and all those decisions on All-Stars. Mm. Didn't agree with the majority of them.
1: I, yes, I did not agree, but I will say the one good thing that came out of that was my favorite verse. Okay, you're
0: kicked out of my apartment. Ever.
1: I, it's have fine. Seen, have you
0: seen the video? Jungle Kitty. Yeah.
1: I love, but that's also very, um, that's very my shtick. I love shenanigans, <laughs> I love stupidity, I love anything
0: that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, you're a pussy bitch, so... <laughs> yeah, c'est bon, c'est bon. Yeah, so do you, do you believe that there may be some producer setups going on this season?
1: 100%. I believe there's producer setups going on every season. Yeah. But it's become more blatant.
0: It really has. Words. They are
1: not even trying to hide it
0: nowadays. Yeah. Well, we, we, you alluded to it earlier. Mm-hmm. Should Ms. Cracker appear on an all-star season, how would she fare? Or do you think she's just not cut out for Drag Race?
1: Oh, she 110% is cut out for Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I think, well, her closest archetype, I would 100% say is Katya. I think it really is. She's the funny queen that like, did well on her season, but wasn't like, uh, she didn't open up fully. She didn't show everything she had. She was in her mind a little. And, but, like,
0: again, it's, like, for me, it's, she never failed with the looks. Never. First. She was always Every look. Much. Like, I can't think of what a What else could she do better? I don't
1: know. Maybe just give more. Just be crazier. Be a little something. I
0: guess. Or maybe it was just but I mean like, of queens. That... I hate even, like, going here and, I mean, knowing what we know now. Mm-hmm. I mean katya was going through shit yes yes she was both times she was on the show we know she was going through shit and that persona was very much brought on by some other influences mm-hmm. and that i think is the difference between katya and cracker cracker has things a little more pulled together and she just doesn't want to manufacture that Mm-hmm. So I, I'm worried about her, but we're I'm gonna we're gonna move into a spoiler territory for a hot second and discuss the rumors of who is considered for this next All Star season. Ooh, or have you heard any of them?
1: I have not. I've heard the season eleven spoilers, but I have not heard no, them.
0: We don't talk about the season eleven spoilers in this podcast right now.
1: Sorry. Um.
0: <laughs> so All Stars four. Again, yeah, do not listen if you don't want to know things. So some of the names have been thrown out. Mm-hmm. Valentina. Great. Trinity Taylor. Liv. Shea Coulee. Awesome. Naomi Smalls.
1: Okay.
0: Pearl. Oh, re- what? Kimchi, uh, Okay. Angina. Yeah. And the big twist of the season, it, and, and Cracker is a part of this as well, uh-huh. um, the big twist of the season will be that we will be coming in and saying, All Stars 1 was unfair, and I'm giving one team <gasps> a chance to come back and compete as individuals, and it will be... Latrilla. Yes! Oh, God.
1: Oh, Lat- I was about Lat- to say Latrilla.
0: Latrice and Manila. I, fun fact,
1: I literally, me and my roommates, the past two days have just rewatched all of All Stars 1. It's so bad. And every time I see Latrilla go home, A, Manila did a better lip sync. I, I Fight me. Manila did better in that lip sync. I love Jujubee, but Manila did better. Um, and the only reason Manila went home was because of Latrice. Yeah. So, and I also love Latrice. She's come a long so way and I want to see that's her So that's the rumor. In.
0: Now, knowing what I just told you, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell Cracker has a chance. Oh,
1: no, here's the thing. I don't think Cracker should be on All Stars 4. She should be on All Stars 5. She needs some time to just be famous. Yeah. She needs to figure out who Cracker is in like a, now a nationwide yeah. huge like sensation.
0: Now like, I was at her show last week at the Lori Beachman when she had her solo show, Mm. and it was one of the best nights of drag I've seen, because she did her classic numbers, but she also was a fantastic storyteller. And that's what we don't get to see on the show, because how the show is set up. Yes. Now, the final burning question. Will it be a top three or top four? And if it is a top three, who is gone next?
1: Okay, well this is the easy scenario, is the top three. Obviously, Cameron's going. Like, yep. she's going to get the chop if it is a top three. Um, And then I think, I guess, if it's a standard season, Aquaria's going to win?
0: Maybe? I, I am very optimistic in a world that Asia will win. That is my hope. I am team Asia. I would like to see Asia win. I would also love my dreams to come true to watch Eureka get cut. And I would <sighs> take...
1: Karen, oh, top three. I even they have thought about that. Top, that's not even. I that
0: would be a shock. I would love that. That would be a bigger shock than Kennedy getting cut over Pearl. Yeah. Well, next week, top four. They're gonna do another. Um, it looks like they're doing another uh, one take video. Mm-hmm. Um, with fucking Toddy Rockstar again. What is this? His third time this season. So, yeah. I'm. Oh. They probably just have him on a retainer just like come on in we'll just give you a salary go away toddy Rockstar. um so yeah they're gonna do that and that's gonna be a thing and then we'll see if when who gets eliminated then I believe the week after that we're doing the reunion first yes um I believe they're filming those this weekend oh okay nice then the 28th is the final episode and we will be crowned with a new winner and yes, uh, Sasha Valor can finally take her crown off and be the artistic queen we deserve yes well this was fun where can the kids find you on social media
1: yes I am on Instagram at Elise Navy dad Elise like the female name E-L-I-S-E Navy like the color the dark blue and dad like that guy I've never met I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My dad's great. I love him. Hi, dad.
0: (laughs) Well, this was a pleasure. Thank you for joining me.
1: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks once again to Elise for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.